Hello, everybody. Welcome to um, Expensive Science Baby, the episode 22. I'm Amy. I am Chris. Hello. Battle Cat's in my lap. She's going to get mad soon. Yes. Well, <laughs> she's going to claw you soon, and you're going to get mad, and then she's going to get uh, mad. Whatever. That's kind of the circle of life here. How are you doing? Oh, I'm okay. Good. Yeah. I just got bit. <laughs> yep. Ow. <laughs> the fuck? I took a shower, so she's getting the soap off me by biting yes, me. Yes, that is a thing she likes to do. You're jumping ahead a little I bit. I know, I know. Anyways, what are we starting with today? Segment. What are we starting, what are we doing today? I here? thought we'd open up our mail bag. Oh, mail, yes. I forgot about mail. In fact, I even went off the wrong screen for mail, so I got to go back to the oh, mail thing. The um, so we got a few different things that we could talk about, but... The one that I think we're going to talk about that's not in Cat Corner is something that has nothing to do with Cat Corner, correct? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, well, that'll come later. I don't want to spoil the surprise. So we did get an uh, uh, email. Quite a few mails. Right, we did, Sweet. actually. Yes, well, this one I want to talk about in, in Cat Corner. Okay. And anything that's like that. Cat really. Corner's pretty big today. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. All right. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay, so... This one's from another K. Oh, usually it's J's. This is a K. Yeah. Hey, K. Um, okay, so she's written in before. And we've gotten around to it. Um, she, says, she said, congratulations on our positive growing babies and all that mm-hmm. stuff, which is awesome. And Cat Corner's okay. Um, let's see here. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. This is it's right. She wrote in about the FET. The frozen embryo transfer. Fresh embryo transfer. The frozen embryo transfer. Sorry. Yeah. She's scheduled for Thursday of, of oh, this week. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, so you have to read this part because I don't say that word. Oh, she had a twat wanting today. <laughs> and her lining is perfect. Well, that's exciting. And what? she has to do progesterone injections where I got to do the uh, crotch spackle. Oh, so that's every day. That's like uh, the other f- their friends. Mm-hmm. That's what they were doing. They said they had, she had to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We didn't have to do that, but okay. Right. What is this eight? eight perfect eight. Um, eight millimeters. Oh, the lining. So that's yeah. what they do. Okay. I don't, they never told me how, how many. They never gave me a number for mine. They just said it was perfect or good or whatever before transfer. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, a lot of support talking about how it's okay to talk about our feelings and our views and all that stuff, which is nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Did you want to talk anything about that? Well, I'll just mention it. She said she was a nanny to twin boys for a while and really liked how they... Um, well, I suppose if you're, it's weird. If you're a nanny from someone for like three years or four years, like you see them almost every day, that's got to like make a really close relationship, doesn't it? We'll say with a daycare teacher. That's true. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Must be hard. Nanny could be a little closer than a daycare teacher. Yeah, because at least their house. An, or an in-home daycare teacher might be the same as having a nanny. Closeness-wise. Yeah. But I never thought about that, how, like, Persephone loved Pam. She yeah. loved Pam. Yes. And it must be hard for them to have to let them go. I think it is. You think so? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, I know so. Pam is crying <laughs> during her last week. Especially <laughs> her last day. So I know it's hard. Especially for the kids that, like... Well, she, Pam had her almost every almost every day um, since she was one. Right. But, I mean, especially for the kids that you form a, a close relationship to. There's probably yes. some that it's harder with or they just don't really, yeah. you know... Yeah, that's true. But Persephone was really close to Pam, so... Mm-hmm. Pam was Persephone's daycare teacher, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> we got really lucky with her because she was yeah. awesome. One yeah. of those in-home ones that are awesome, so... Um, but yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, Kay. Thanks for writing in for all the support and, and everything. And I believe there might be photographs attached. Are we going to talk about those? Nope, not until Cat Corner. Okay. 
All right, and then we got one from S today from San Francisco, which was awesome. Sorry we about your anonymity, S. Yes, and if there's an S from San Francisco, <laughs> oof, I'm sorry you're out. Okay, I don't know what these words are. So, well, I know what the words are, but I don't know what they okay. mean. You're going to have to translate. She said she's currently 10 plus 4. Yay, so she's pregnant. What does that mean? 10 weeks, 4 days, pregnant. Oh, so it's like ten tran- transfer day 10 plus 4? Or what does that mean? 10 weeks plus 4 days. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, why don't they just say that instead of putting all this cryptic stuff? What's 10 plus 4? I don't know what that I know means. what that is. That's why you're translating this. <laughs> uh, S-U's uh, I-U-I. With the side of Clomid and Overdrill over mm-hmm. on the first round. That's awesome. Yeah. So do you want me to interpret what that means? Uh, the Clomid and Overdrill? Yeah. I'm assuming those are just drugs. Yeah. Well, IUI is interuterine insemination. Well, I know that. Okay. But it's and good you say Clomid is a drug to help you ovulate. And Overdell is the trigger shot. Oh, okay. So that's awesome because IUI, I mean, we had a friend run the numbers for our, our likely chances with IUI if everything was normal. Which we talked about on the Which we did, program. the first few, but we haven't talked about in a while. Right, right. And we kind of determined that IUI wasn't a very good financial fitting because it might take us like 10 because tries. Because of our numbers. Because of our numbers, yes. It might take us like 10 tries and would, or even more, and then yeah. it's not even guaranteed. Because our percentages were so low, so yeah. to speak. I think IUI is a good option for people who yes. has uh, have a super sperm that they're working with. And it seems like it's much more economical. Like it's cheaper. Well, it depends. I mean, my doctor actually told me that she did IUI. And had they gone straight to IVF, they would have actually saved money. Because she used a lot of rounds. I think so. And that's what we kind of were figuring out. Yeah. yeah, so if it was your first time, that's awesome that he got it done. So, yeah. Yeah, um, she said you listened to her train ride on the on the way to work, which is sweet. Uh, <laughs> I really like this part. Actually, there's a lot in this email that I like mm-hmm. talking about how Coke is like because you talked about how oh, Coke was necessary yes. in a way. Can you speak more about that and leave the cat alone? Well, I'm trying to get him on my lap. He no, no, come on just my lap. leave him alone. Okay. Just leave him alone. <laughs> yes, you need. I need Coke now daily to help with the nausea. Oh, like every day? Yes. Don't, don't be all judgy with I'm just me. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she said she was de- definitely at a Trump pregnancy stress level last week. Um, for reasons which I have many times said you should not do. <laughs> oh, she got herself a Doppler. <laughs> yes. And couldn't find the heartbeat, which is one thing that would stress you out completely, wouldn't it? And that's why I said, don't do that. And you're like, but I want to. <laughs> I am th- still thinking about it. Um, but apparently she did get it eventually. Um, it helps when you use the right side, <laughs> which was sweet. And that she must mean her belly. What do you mean? You think she put up her butt or? She was using it on the wrong side of her belly. <laughs> right. That's what I figured too. <laughs> oh, you thought it was like the instrument, wrong side of the instrument? I just or? wanted to clarify. That's oh. what you were thinking it was. <laughs> I wasn't thinking anything. I just think it's very easy to not do something like that. That's a clinical thing kind of at home properly i think it's very easy to screw up so that's why i was always like don't do it don't do it don't do it um anyways and then uh right there (laughs) p.s double trouble is a real thing and it's terrible (laughs) yes kitty yeah i guess you're not the only one i see people have this it's a thing that happens Neo, lay down if you want to lay down. You are riveting radio, let me tell you. Just ignore him, please. (laughs) It takes him forever to lay down, and he's a big guy. That's why you need to ignore him. It's not... Anyway. Okay. So that's the only mail we got. I mean, we got a few other ones, mostly pictures that we'll talk about in a second. Okay. Yes. All right. 
Uh, so now, uh, next, we're going to go to infertility in the news. News. Um, all right, which one? This one? No. Oh, this one? Cat Corner's long this, today. Oh, that's the cat. Yes. Oh, my God. Cat Corner's going to be half the freaking episode. <laughs> I know. And then you kick him <laughs> off your lap. Come on. That was not me. He did that himself. <laughs> uh, so I listened to a podcast about this, and I suggested you listen to it. You never did, of course, because you're like, anything Chris suggested is stupid. But you looked up, but you found this thing, apparently? Yeah, found this just today. Which is... Uh, human embryos just survived 13 days in a Petri dish. Which okay, is, so that doesn't sound amazing. No, it doesn't. To the untrained person. Nope, you're like, what's wrong with that? So I listened to a Radiolab episode this week called The Primitive Streak. And I didn't know that like, the longest they could keep a uh, human embryo alive is like five or six days or s- seven days or something like that. Well, they talked to us about... Remember, they transferred ours at day five, but mm-hmm. they said if they had any that made it to day six after that, or even day seven, they'd let us know. Yeah, because at that point, they need the stuff from the mom, basically, yeah. to well, keep going. <laughs> and they just kind of, they freeze them, or they use whatever else they do with them. But um, humans, until this week, last week actually, had never seen an embryo. What? This says May 5th. Okay, well, must sorry. Until May 5th, whatever. This... This podcast was must have been on delay, but anyway, for a couple sure. months. But yeah. anyways, until very, very recently, had never seen an embryo, human embryo, ages like 8 to 14. Days. Days. 8 to, eight to 14 days because they we didn't have the technology. Yeah. But now we have the technology. So the way that they did it is they, they did it with... Only a thick blend of nutrients that mimic the womb. Yep. So they added in nutrients. So they must not do that at all um, for like IVF. They must just do the let the egg and sperm do their thing in the dish without adding those nutrients. I assume so. Yeah. Yeah. No, because they had uh, they talked a little bit on the podcast. Check it out um, because it, like Radio Lab needs more uh, publicity from us. <laughs> but it's really good, and they talked about how. Um, there's a 14 day period where federally you, they can't let the embryos grow anymore after day 14 and the reason why that exists is a stupid reason just because somebody's like i don't know day 14 they're like yeah let's go with day 14 so then they needed a cutoff number so they used that but it was kind of neat that that never happened before so you don't really see like advancements in science when they happen you kind of hear about mm-hmm. them later down the road this is an advancement in science we have now been able to look at embryos from day age like 8 to 14 days well and they talked about how why it's a big deal is that um lots of well, they didn't say birth defects what did they say? Oh, they said the vast majority of pregnancies that fail are the result of improper implantation. So learning exactly what happens in this stage is critical to improving viability. That makes sense. So that's cool. That's why it's important. I'm glad people are doing it. But there's also they also talked about critics of this, saying uh, they worry about testing embryos beyond 14 days, talking about pro-life, protecting human life, et cetera, et cetera. So yep. that's, it's a tricky part of... Science. Science? Skills, probably. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of weird moral and yeah. other things that come into it. And fortunately, that no one's going to agree upon it. And it's hard to regulate based on one particular religion and everything. So mm-hmm. I'm glad I don't got to make the, the laws. That's all I'm saying. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it's really neat. Uh, check out either this is on, I'm sure you can find it, it's just human embryo of 13 days. This article is on newser.com. Newser! <laughs> the, <laughs> Read less, no more. Never <laughs> heard of this. No. Before? No. Or you could check out the NPR or um, episode of Radio Lab. It's really good. Yeah. Cool. All right. 
All right, now everybody's been waiting for. Yeah. Cat corner, cat corner. Meow, meow, meow. Cat corner. Meow. <laughs> okay, so how did you want to start? Well, I will start off by saying I threw out the gauntlet last week. And I you said did. nobody would send me any pictures of cats. I was wrong. People sent me many, many, many pictures of cats and some pictures of doggies. That's true. <laughs> and we had a few emails about it, which was awesome. Um, thanks for sending everything in. Um, so, so a lot of them were sent, uh, posted on the Facebook page. So mm-hmm. if you follow us on Facebook, you probably maybe saw them as well. Yep. And I'm going to put them all into a photo. Amy's actually going to put them into a... Um, an album on our Facebook page because I don't know how to do albums. No, do you think it's okay that we take ones from emails yes. and put them in the photo yes. album? Yes, I know. Animal animated <laughs> If people have an issue, they can email us and be like, "Okay, get we my can, dog off there." We but can delete it. We I think we'll it. be okay. Okay. And I want to show you this one came in from a loyal listener named Chris Banks. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, Some this, pictures of Neil. What was this? This is a friend I made on my run today. <laughs> Oh, that wasn't Neil? No, this is a friend. She's just out on my run. She was rubbing up against me. From that me. angle, there's no way to know that that's not Neil. Really? Above. The angle above. Oh, this one. Yeah. Yeah. How now, do I know that's this not This one, Neil? is she more tabby-ish? You can kind of tell. Yeah. Yeah, she's more tabby She looks more like Zelda, Big Zelda, actually. Does she and have a collar? She has, like, a weird thing on. She's got, oh, you can't see from this angle, but see this? Yeah. That's like a double collar thing. Well, good. I'm glad there's a collar, at least. And I, it actually looked like an electric fence thing that you put on dogs, you know, so they can't go very far. I mean, she just doesn't... She's like, She didn't give a fuck. She's in the middle of the road. <laughs> well, that's not smart. I felt bad, too, because I, I was running by, and she was in a yard, and she like came out to meet me and greeted mm-hmm. me and sniffed me, and then she was rubbing up against me, and then she, like, followed me into the road. Oh. <laughs> but uh, there, it's a back street. There's not a lot of cars okay. and stuff. And it looked like she belonged there, like she was around there, but I'm always yeah, hesitant. Because yeah. when cats come up to you, it makes me think, like, they need help. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I made a, fr- a, run on the fr- a friend on the run today, That's which nice. was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, many, many pictures. Oh, good Lord. Oh, we should probably go into the emails. Is that what you wanted to do? Oh, I don't. You're in charge of this part. I am? The pictures, yeah. Uh, we got one from... We got, a, we got so many. I, I we can't... We can't All the love for cat Yeah, we can't... A lot of emails no. about the love for cat corner. There were a lot. And, and my one of my favorites was... I can't have cats because my husband's allergic to them, but here's a bunch of pictures of our hyperallergenic dog that we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a uh, surrogate cat. cat yeah, yeah, surrogate cat, a friend cat that's basically like my kitty, too. So My husband being allergic doesn't stop me. Just going to throw that out there. <laughs> nope, stops me, though, from breathing <laughs> properly and not having asthma. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's... Do you have anything about Cat Corner, or you just wanted to talk about all the pictures that no, people sent so in? that's one thing we wanted to talk about. Yep. And then I wanted to talk about this other article I found. And I don't know if article is the right thing, but it's been on Facebook. I've seen it now twice on Facebook, so maybe others have as well. But we talked about how do cats know if you're pregnant or not? Can they sense it? And I think they can. And this is a bunch <laughs> of pictures and story about this cat forms loving bond with new baby even before birth, where this cat would not stop following his mom around and was laying on her belly for months. Um, and there's a bunch of different pictures of the cat laying on the belly. <laughs> They're really cute. Yeah, they are. Once I got pregnant, she started following me around the house, tucking her head on my belly and purring. <laughs> this first picture is kind of creepy. I'm sorry. <laughs> the cat is like... She's just so happy. Yeah. And oh. then once the baby was born, she had a few adjustment Aww. phases, and then she's laying on the baby. Aww. So it's pretty cute. That is pretty cute. She so. looks pissed off, though. <laughs> Well, I think she's trying to take the picture. Yeah. So I wanted to post this on our Facebook so people could see it if they haven't seen it yet. That is pretty cool. Um, 
And then there's just pictures of strange-looking cats. And then it gets to weird other cat stories. I'm not responsible for the content of those stories. I don't know what they are, but this one... <laughs> that is a good likes. picture right there, though. The yeah. baby's on the mom and the kitty's on the baby. <laughs> yeah. That had to be later on. Look at all that hair. I bet that baby's only a month, month or two. But it's not, like, right out of the out of the, out of the birth canal, so to speak. Well, some are born with a lot of hair. Like that much? Yeah. <laughs> Marina was. I don't remember. I don't remember things. <laughs> of course that, not. That's cool. I like that. Um, but what about your cat? Nothing happened with your cats this week? Well, I, nothing. I wanted to talk about previous cats and and that when I was pregnant with Persephone. Okay. So when I was pregnant with Persephone, we had Battle Cat. Yep, this kitty. And we also had Prometheus. Yes. This big gray cat. I used to call him my boyfriend. <laughs> he would follow me around the house. I would say, it's time for bed, Prometheus. And he'd follow me into bed. <laughs> That's right. Um, and when I, sometimes I'd be petting him and Chris would be like, what are you doing? And I'd be like, making out with my boyfriend. <laughs> anyway. But I was very nervous about what they would, how they would behave with a baby. That's her freaking claw. Every single time, kitty. She lasted longer than normal. <laughs> yeah, she did. Do you remember me being nervous about it and stuff? No, sorry. Stressing. No. I would lay awake at night thinking about it because I wanted to have a bassinet, you know, by the bed when Persephone was brand new. Because if she, when she was in her bedroom, I knew we could shut the door and that'd be fine. But I didn't want... Because there's all these, like, t- urban legends of cats laying on babies and stealing their breath. They steal your breath, yeah. <laughs> so I was nervous about that. I didn't know how they'd react, right? And so I bought... um a co-sleeper, like a type of bassinet is called. And it came with like this netting top thing that I could put on top. <laughs> okay. To, to like cover up the baby so that the cat wouldn't jump on it. Right. And don't you remember setting it up in the living room? Did you say so? This is before Persephone was born. We were getting the room ready and we set it up and we put the netting on top of it. Not five minutes later, there was a cat on the netting. <laughs> oh, just yeah. jumped right through I it. I do remember that, actually. <laughs> I was like, well, that's just great. <laughs> this doesn't help at all. <laughs> but I was really, really nervous. Right. And I was so nervous that, remember, um, you know, they put a little hat on the babies when they first come out, mm-hmm. when they're born, and I made you take the hat home. Yes. And a blanket. <laughs> so they so get the cat could the smell, smell it. <laughs> yeah. And I think I remember you saying, like, they didn't give a shit. No. They, like, looked at it, <laughs> like, walked away. <laughs> they cared not at all. And then when we got home uh, with her, they didn't care at all. Yeah. They let, they didn't go in her bassinet. No. I yeah. mean, they were curious about this, like, tiny noise machine, but they didn't really care. Yeah, Zelda will be interesting. She'll be a little older. So the reason I talk about this yeah. is, so Neo, we got Neo when Persephone was two. So he didn't ever experience an inf- a baby. Right. And Zelda is the baby. Yep. So I am a little bit, I'm not as nervous as I was before, but I am a little bit concerned about how are they going to react. Like, I have this fear that Zelda will get really insanely jealous. <laughs> it's possible. And she's just a, <laughs> she likes to be with people and things, so she'll probably want to be with the babies. And that'd be okay. Yeah. If she likes them and stuff. Yeah. I don't want her to be jealous and, like, scratching them because <laughs> she's jealous of them or something. I don't know. I don't think it'll be that bad, but we'll see. I just I remember... Um, after somebody was born and the cats like couldn't care could care less, <laughs> and I remember thinking, "Boy, I really freaked out for nothing." Yeah, and I should have seen then that maybe I have an anxiety problem. Well, we know that, but I didn't know that then. <laughs> oh, really? I had no idea. Oh, shoot! I could have told you that. <laughs> I mean, my friend Stephanie may or may not have suggested that perhaps I have an anxiety problem, when you were but like I was eight, like, you just never followed through with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, my favorite thing about the cats was Persephone loved her cats. She liked them and. 
Like, she, they could go in her room and hang out on her bed and stuff, except for when it was bedtime. When it was bedtime, they oh, had right. to leave. They, she'd be like, and if one got like... Cause, Sometimes Neo, because Neo is a black cat. Yeah. You can't see him And he would dark. sneak in when we were like telling stories and stuff. Yeah, so I'd put her to bed and I'd, you know, hugs and kisses, <laughs> shut the door, and then I'd hear, Mommy! <laughs> Neo's in here! <laughs> and she wasn't scared of it. She just knew that he was not supposed to be in there. Yeah, That's not his place. <laughs> she did nap a few times with him. Yes. When she was much smaller. Very, very, yes. Well, she was two. Not super small. Oh, and I remember pictures of her in the crib with mm-hmm. the kitties in there. At least Battle Cat in there, maybe? Or was it Neo? Neo. I don't know. Always Neo. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe Neo will be very happy to have I don't know. Yeah. Persephone's I, 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 get, I don't know. You know, I can't put feelings onto animals like you can, but every now and then I'm, he'll be like looking up at me and meow and I'll be like, what, you miss Persephone too? You know? Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe he does. It's hard to tell. I think so. Yeah. I think Balakat, again, won't care. She doesn't care about anything. She's just, she wants food and sleep. And she's wondering why you're sitting in her chair. She's like, get out of my chair, woman. That's where he feeds me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's all I had for Cat cat Corner. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah there is, uh, thanks everyone for sending in stuff. Like I said, there was a lot of pictures. Um, I'll try to put most of them out there, but there's a lot. I don't want to put all of them, quite frankly. <laughs> Not that many. Well, yeah, but I might, if I miss some, I'm, I apologize is what I'm saying is I'm not very thorough and I don't do thorough jobs and yeah. Okay. Right. That's <laughs> my, right. it's my disclaimer. <laughs> so uh, let's have a stress level scale check-in. Ooh, about life, the pregnancy or both? Well. Or just in general. This whole time we've just been doing it in general, right? Yeah, I guess. Haven't we? Yeah, I guess. No, well. Why? Yes. Okay, we've done this for 21 other episodes. <laughs> Why are we now confused about the stress level? Because scale? before it was mostly a stress <laughs> level about like what you were undergoing and what you were doing and what you were, you know, I guess you're right. I was able to separate it easier, I guess. But now that there's not a whole lot going on with you other than vomiting every day. <laughs> that um, either way, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I'm Bob Ross. <laughs> But work's been annoying, so things at work make it a little higher, but that's a work stress, you know, so whatever. What about you? I would say I'm at uh, Dorothy level. Really? Yeah. What's going on? Well, we'll get to it. It's mostly about the feels. Okay. I don't know that word. My pregnancy symptoms. Oh, all right. So, I mean, nothing... Nothing too stressful, but I don't think I'm Bob Ross level. See, this because is a, of that. This is a yes. So that's a good example. Like yeah. after the debate, I was probably like level like midichlorian level right after the first presidential debate because I was so freaking annoyed at you were higher than that. A certain no, that's you were higher that's my that. midichlorian. You don't want to see my Trump. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the days after, have you did you check five thirty eight today? I don't. It's want looking to. super awesome. It's in the seventies. The now cast. I. It Sorry, changes. a friend got me addicted to 538, it, and now I look at it like twice a day. It changes so so much every day and by week and stuff that it I don't... Got be- it got better from the morning to the afternoon. I know, but it could go down, so I just, you know, I ignore it for a while. Because I have a... There's a guy on Facebook who, who posts stuff, like, every day from, here's the map, here's what's flipped since yesterday, and stuff like that. Oh, so... so you kind of already... You, you see yeah, 538. Yeah, and it changes that. every day, basically. Not every day, but mostly. You know what I'm saying. So I don't get too high on stuff. Okay. People, American people are very fickle. <laughs> Could change just like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So, so let's go to this. Wait, I'm confused. You're you're 
Your, oh, you did say your stress level yeah. scale. Sorry. And it was Dorothy when she explains correct. When Rose is telling a St. Olaf story. All right. Millions of peaches, peaches for me. Millions of peaches, peaches for free. It's supposed to be the next one. Look out! I thought I was off of one. They, they yell, we'll look out. So. Okay, um, so it's week 11. Week 11. I didn't look it up. I don't know what it is, but I think you told me the other day. Yeah, so it's, I'm actually 11 plus 4. What? What? Why? What does that mean? What's the plus four mean? Days. Oh. <laughs> Gosh, did we already talked about this. We've I know. Failed. I know, but for some reason I thought it was like 11 plus four weeks. It's 15 weeks, actually, but in pregnancy world, it's only 11 weeks. <laughs> no. 11 plus four. Uh, the fruit is a fig. Oh, boy. The babies are the size of a fig. Oh, boy. They're also the same size as Brussels sprouts, which I think is easier to understand. Yes. But it's not a fruit, so I, I had to find a fruit. Ah, F-I-G. Oh, it's just one G. Yeah. Okay, that's a fig. It's Again, these pictures are so close up, it's hard to tell. That helps. Yeah. There's a hand It's about there. the size of a Brussels sprout, too. It's pretty big, actually. seems much bigger than a Lego, which it was very simple, like a few weeks ago. Yeah, it doesn't take long. Make it big. Yeah, all right. Um, also the same size as a poker chip. Okay. Well, no wonder why you're freaking feeling so bad every day. You got weird crap growing in you like <laughs> crazy. Got poker chips inside you. <laughs> yeah, and according to the books and such, um, I'm at the point now where all the insides are pretty much formed, so now they just get bigger. Yes. That's why it's now a... Are you going to come over or not? That's why it's now a, a fetus, because that's what we talked about last week. Yes. Almost everything's formed and ready to go. Just don't claw me. Okay, so last... So on Thursday... Today's Monday. On Thursday, I had my first official OB doctor appointment. Which I did not go to. Despite me kind of thinking you wanted me to, but never asking me to. No, I, I was thinking that you might want to, but I was not mad at you for not going. But I do want you to come to one of these so you can meet her. Well, right. I just, that one was bad. It was bad timing. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I got there, and I did not have to pee in a cup, even though I thought I did. So I had prepared to pee in a cup, <laughs> so then I had to go to the bathroom, <laughs> which is fine. I just did that while I was waiting. And then um, I got weighed. I think I've gained one pound since... The positive beta day. Okay. So in a 11 weeks, that's not bad. Is that what... Are you on track, so to speak? Do you have a tracker? Well, that is a thing she's she showed me. Um, some kind of charts and graphs. <laughs> to keep track of what my weight is. And there's like some range and she wants me to stay in the range. And it was fine. She explained it. All right. Uh, so yeah, we'll start tracking if I'm gaining in a proportionately okay rate or like super high rate or super low that makes sense okay i don't know how long the appointment was but there was a lot of talking so uh, i got a flu shot right away and that's okay to do it's very important to, to do for pregnant women does the okay <laughs> i was wondering how it interacts with the fetus at all and probably doesn't we'll have to ask grandpa my dad will tell us about that Okay. I'm assuming it has nothing really... Like, it might get something in through the placenta, but other than that, it probably doesn't do anything. Well, it's just antibodies they're putting in you, not you an know. actual virus. No, I know that. Okay. Some people don't. Oh. Because <laughs> they think they always get sick after they get the flu shot, which, unfortunately, is just coincidence. It's not from the actual flu shot. Cat is playing with, a, with the Christmas bulb. I'm going to stop her so it doesn't, like, shatter. Yeah. And cut her. Also, why is there a Christmas ball out here for her to play with? Because Persephone, Persephone used to street. play with it. Yeah. yeah. Her stuff's down there. So yeah. it's still no, out here. stay out of her stuff. <laughs> um, okay, so you got a pregnant or you got a pregnancy shot. Yeah, it's easy. Just get a shot and you can pregnant. <laughs> got a flu shot. Got a flu shot. 
And then I had to get naked and put on, completely naked, and put on a gown and sit on the table and wait for the doctor. So I did that. Naked? Usually yep. not naked. Nope. Well, it's been a while since I went to one of these, so I forgot. Um, so I'm, I'm sitting there and I had my telephone because I thought, sometimes other doctors I've gone to have sat waiting in that room forever. But she was, like, right ready, and, and so then I felt weird having a phone, and so I felt a little uncomfortable. It's like, I didn't need my phone. I don't need <laughs> so it all the time. But make, I was make like, it with I'm, your phone. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't have my list. I had a list of 18 questions to ask her. Oh, no. Was it on your phone? <laughs> it was on, in my book. Oh. I didn't, I didn't know. And so um, we sat there and talked for a long time while I was naked with the gown on, which is barely any clothes and no support for anything anywhere. True. And so I'm sitting there in the gown and we're talking and talking and talking. But of my 18 questions, she answered all but one of them without me asking them. That's awesome. It was very good. I had questions about what is it like for her when she does twins? What is she looking for? How long will she let me go? We did talk about that. Um, That's all stuff I want to know. You haven't told me any of that. I know. I was saving it for today. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so my due date is April 21st. April 21st. That's that would be 40 weeks. interesting day. She does not, and most doctors don't, let a pregnancy of twins go past week 38. Okay, so how many weeks are you at your due date? 40. So even though your due date is April 21st, you're going. It's going to be 14 days earlier at least. Correct. So because why do I even say April 21st? So it's going to be April 7th at, at the latest. Right, and the reason is because at that point they're fully cooked. She said, <laughs> and I'm just miserable at that point. All right. But all they're doing in those last two weeks is just getting bigger and bigger. Right. Because they can breathe on their own. They're they're ready to suck. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's an important thing for them to have. I got you. So hang on, just let me explain. Let me get this right. If you're not in labor by April 7th, they'll induce a labor on April 7th? Depending on the position of the babies. Okay. So if, if a vaginal delivery looks like it's a possibility, head yep. down, mm -hmm. then yes, they would induce. April 7th or close to that, depending. Do they both have to be head down? I forgot to ask that because I don't want to get to that. She, we, she didn't cover that. She talked about baby A being head down. Yes. And that stuff, well, I, would, I don't want to stress about that yet. I want to find out what positions they're in. Yeah, no, later. that's fine. That's fine. It just—it it seems to me that it would make sense. I wonder if there's more less room to maneuver in there if there's two. She said that. <laughs> she said we're we'll know more later because you're gonna we're gonna monitor you pretty closely for growth and you'll have a lot of scans. So we'll know what positions the babies are in from the get go. And at some point they're gonna they run out of room to move around. Yeah. So like, then you know they're either head down or head or breach. You think they like fight each other for position, like jockeying for position, <laughs> like punching and. Um, okay, so 38 weeks is when she would, the longest she'd let me go. And then I said, well, with Persephone, Persephone was two weeks early on her own. And they say second babies come even earlier. And she said, oh, you'll go before 38 weeks. Oh. She predicts I'll go in March. Oh, okay. I don't like March. <laughs> Can we shoot for April? <laughs> what do you have against March? I'll tell you. I'm glad you asked. Isn't your sister born in March? Yeah, it's one of the reasons I don't like it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll tell you. March to me is a winter month. It's cold and stupid and snowy. April. Well, hopefully it would be the end of March. It doesn't matter. April is spring. Baseball starts. <laughs> so. That is true about April. And I might not be able to go to the home opener. It sounds like you won't be. <laughs> well, we'll see. Well, you might not be able to go either. Well, Talk about me. Why would I be there? I gotta. All I do is pace around with cigars in the waiting room That's anyways. That's true, yeah. Right? <laughs> So I thought all that was very interesting. Yeah, yeah. She talked a lot about where um, we, we'll be delivering and how... The, it's the same place we delivered Persephone, mm -hmm. but it's a brand new building. 
Remember they were doing construction on yes, it? Yes, I do remember that. Remember we were up for, or I was awake for 56 hours, had just pushed out a baby, and we were trying to sleep. It was like 7.30. And what do we hear? <laughs> hammer, 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 bang, bang, bang. It was awful. <laughs> yeah. Really? I have a cat. Meanie. Um, and she talked about how even if I have to have a C-section, uh, once the babies are out, they drop the curtain so you can see everything that's going on yep. with the babies. Yep. I kind of want to look the other way. Do you think they'll let me? You're on the side of the... Oh, that's what I mean. I mean. They'll let me watch, right? No. I don't think they do that. What do you mean? The guy's in there, right? You have to be up by my head. But I want to watch. I don't think they let you. I... They don't want to deal with you fainting or something. Oh, come on. I don't think they let you. Well, I might just go like this. Let's not <laughs> cause a scene if that has to happen. I'll be nervous enough already What are they going to do? It. Stop delivering the babies if my head goes around the <laughs> And they do delayed cord clamping, which is a newer thing. What is that? So... Um, I think there's some belief in that it's better for the baby if, like, they'll put the baby on my chest right away if it's a vaginal, both of them. And you can watch the, the umbilical cord heartbeat. And as oh, soon it's as, pulsing? Yeah, as, as soon as it stops pulsing, then they'd clamp it instead of just clamping it. Oh, okay. I, I haven't done enough research to know what the benefits are of waiting yeah, or whatever. whatever. Okay. It was cool. You didn't even get a chance to clamp Persephone's cord. No, they didn't even ask me. It was really That annoying. terrible doctor was terrible. You know, it was around her stomach, and so I think he freaked out a little bit. It's like, oh, the cords are around her stomach. Yeah, it wasn't even an option. I remember thinking that's kind of annoying. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't give. Did you talk about? Do we get to take home the placenta? <laughs> there was no mention of that. <laughs> I'll have to ask at a later date. <laughs> we'll bring Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to, but I remember it being a point to tell me I couldn't before. Yes. <laughs> they no longer have like a nursery. Wait, what? So, remember, um, they had a nursery. Yeah, that's and where... And so they, they would take her away for like an so hour you could or two so sleep. I could sleep. Yeah. And then they bring her back, and I kind of loved it. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. It's a oh. room in with babies, okay. which is probably better for everybody. Yeah, yeah, I understand why they do that. Yeah, I get it too. Yeah, and they, that way they don't mix up babies like they probably did in the past. I don't think that happens. Oh, television so many babies mixed up. <laughs> that Dallas show taught me that it happens constantly. <laughs> okay, so that was all about the delivery stuff. But she said we can go get a tour anytime we want. I think it's too soon. Yes. <laughs> but I do, you know, eventually want to get a tour. Okay. I can see that. Um, talked about that. I told her about um, my PTSD and my fears of how I would react if the babies came really early and had to be on any kind of breathing tubes in the NICU. Yeah. I just don't know how I'd react to that. Sure. And I wanted her to be aware. There is um, a pretty... So I don't know what the chances are, but... She might not be the person delivering. Okay. Like so this if, is the only thing that's bad about this practice, is whoever's on call, if you go into spontaneous delivery, that's who delivers your baby. Yeah, that's weird, because most women like, or couples like the doctor they're Well, we with. have the option to have all of our appointments with a different doctor, so we know everybody. Oh. I don't care. I don't want that. I don't. I want her because she knows me. She knows what yeah, we've been through. That that feels like you you get less like you're diluting well, the the relationship. And if you remember, we barely saw the doctor. It was the nurses. I know. And that's actually what I said to her when she said, "Well, you can meet everybody if you want through your appointments." And I said, "I actually only care about the nurses because last time we barely saw the doctor." Yeah. <laughs> and she kind of uh, laughed. Yeah. And she said, "Yeah, the nurses." It's are like right. the last ten minutes. It's like, all right, <laughs> yeah. you're ready to push. No, he was there for two hours staring at my vagina. While I, I was pushing. <laughs> I got a golf thing going on. Can you get this over with? <laughs> I mean, it was. 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. Well, but. yeah, you wake up for golf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, that was weird. It, the nurses did everything. Right. So I'm not as nervous about that. They should get paid more. But if we, ha- if I have to have a scheduled C-section for any kind of reason, she said we would t- schedule it at a time when she for sure could do it. Okay. So well, that made sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is not what we're shooting for. Right. Okay. But I'm not going to be upset if we have to. Right. Um, what else did we talk about? I don't know. Oh, I saw how many questions. Oh, we talked about the um, genetic testing. Oh, yes. Let's talk a little bit about that. So they have genetic testing these days. The first trimester screen. Did That's you look a, it up? Didn't you look it up? No, because we were going to talk about it next week. Shoot. <laughs> so anyway, we'll talk about that next week. We are going to do it. And that's something to do with genetic stuff. It tests for um, chromosomal, a few chromosomal abnormalities. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be a big discussion. We should we should uh, shelf that? that or table that till next, next week. Because that's uh, a big discussion with did, a lot of talked, implementation. We talked about that a lot um, at the appointment. Um, and then, I'm sure I'll remember more things. Oh, uh, I, apparently I wouldn't have had to get totally naked. Because... Um, <laughs> The reason I did is in case I needed a pap smear. Okay. But I didn't have to have a pap smear. All right. I just envision, like, you go in, they're like, you can remove your shoes, and then you get naked. <laughs> like, is this oh, good? It wasn't my choice. Am to I get good? Naked. They told me. <laughs> what else do you want me to take out? <laughs> but she did a breast exam. Fun. Which is, I mean, I don't ever do that for myself. You should. Apparently, it's supposed October. to do it every month. supposed to do it this month, yes. especially. So and women out there, do that. It's really freaking ridiculous because I always offer to do them for you, and you never That's let enough. me. That's enough. You never let. That's me. enough. Uh, Your giant, giant show. breasts. Stop it. <laughs> They're getting big. What do you want from Stop me? It. <laughs> it's a normal, not, natural but here's thing. The thing. They're not even as big as they were before. I know, which because is because my I don't fit into my bras <laughs> that I had from before. Right, and you don't think they're bigger. <laughs> they don't seem that much bigger. Oh, good lord, you're wrong. <laughs> what? That is not a bad thing to say. It's just uncomfortable. Oh, really? You think so? Well, because family listens to this. Hey, guess what, family? When you're pregnant, your breasts get bigger. <laughs> well, the way you're saying it is not like that. Isn't it? You're not being scientific about it. I'm being completely scientific about it. <laughs> e equals MC breast. <laughs> that was a little bit of a groaner. That that's why the cat groaned she you didn't hear did. uh, so that seemed to be fine she didn't say much about that oh good but she did notice my spatula tattoo as she was doing it was she like are you a chef no she said is that a spatula I was like yes uh, okay you know I was listening oh here's one here's one awesome thing what's Sorry. that that's good um, and then I asked her about oh yeah I said how is my uterus like am I a lot bigger than a, a single right now already and she touched my belly and she said yeah your uterus the top of your uterus I think which is fundal height I don't know why they call it that <laughs> is the same placement as if you were 14 weeks pregnant with a single baby oh what is it would it be 14 plus 4 or just 14 at that time it would have been just 14 because I was 10 ah, weeks last that was 4 days ago okay <laughs> um and then she noticed my belly button ring when I was pregnant with Persephone and I've Saw this doctor, the doctor that delivered her. He said, oh, you're going to have to take that out. Yeah, I remember that. And I was thinking to myself, no, I will not. <laughs> I don't know why that bothered me so much. Because really you were did. young and rebellious. Yeah, and so I was like, uh-uh, I, got, I found one online that's a pregnancy one. And he said, well, if you have to have a C-section, you have to take it out. <laughs> well, that's not the conversation oh. where I... You, like, really have a negative... I mean, I have a little bit of a negative opinion of the guy, but you're like... I remember every indication. Well, my interaction opinion of terrible. him has certainly changed Obviously. since the time. Yes. But it, it had changed before when he stopped being her doctor. Okay. And I was annoyed at him. Okay. But anyway, 
uh, this doctor said, oh, I see your belly button ring. You know, they sell belly button rings for pregnancy. Did you say, I know, I, was like, I have one. I was like, this is so much better. <laughs> Why didn't I come to an OB clinic instead of a family practice doctor before? Because that's, yeah. that's what I was using as a family practice doctor. Because we didn't know. I had no idea. Yeah. And then there was a portable ultrasound machine in there. Okay. Was it set up for twins? <laughs> so what I learned, I learned a few things. It was awesome that there was a portable ultrasound machine. Portable ultrasound machines do not have a, as clear of a picture as the other huge big ones. Hey, that makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, we were able to see the babies. And she was going on and on about how cute they were. What? <laughs> They're fetuses. <laughs> well, I mean, they were doing some cute Because th- the way the angle was... She said, oh, look, it's so cute. It's like they're in bunk beds. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> and then um, Baby B was wiggling. Okay. And I said, oh, Baby B wiggles. Baby A never wiggles for me. But Baby B usually Wait, does. Wait, how do you know this? What do you mean? How do you know this? Because they always tell me when I have an ultrasound. The Baby B is wiggling. <sighs> I thought you meant just like at home when I'm sleeping. Baby no, B is wiggling. <laughs> I can't feel anything yet. Right, you shouldn't be. Um... And then, what do you know, baby A has to show off and like wiggles like crazy the rest of the time. And the doctor kept making fun of me. That like, is funny. There's that baby A who doesn't wiggle. <laughs> like, what'd you, tell, what'd you say about me? <laughs> yeah, basically. All right. So that was cool to see them. My ovaries are still quite large. Are they always going to be large now? Remember the doctor um, said around 11 weeks they should. Oh, okay. Well... My symptoms should go away around 11 weeks, but this doctor said that they'll probably stay enlarged the whole time. Okay. But as... I don't know. I would like them to stop hurting when I move wrong. Because <laughs> even today when I was tying my shoe, it was like, oh no, I've done a bad thing. shouldn't wear Crocs everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and then she took out the Doppler, which is the device um, to listen to the heartbeat on top of the belly. Right, that's the thing that somebody purchased, and I said, don't purchase. You told me not to purchase. Right. I think it's okay for a doctor to use it. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> to and have a doctor. Said, well, she's, we saw the heartbeats on the monitor first, so I was not nervous about, like, what if we don't hear anything, because I saw them. And she said it might be too soon. But she's like, but let's just see. And she found one heartbeat for sure, but couldn't find the other one, and couldn't tell me yet what if it was baby A or baby B. So that made me think eventually she'll be able to tell me when they do the heartbeats on the outside, what baby it is. Yeah. So that'll be cool. It's probably... Oh, yeah. you got to find a specific spot, right? To find the heartbeat. got to find where they are. I wonder if they're ever... It's weird that, like, fetuses and babies, as they're growing, when they're twins, they, like, probably run into each other a lot, hang out. Oh, she did say that. Touch each other. She said that, actually. (laughs) And I've been reading in the books. um, It's starting now where they can start kind of touching each other through their, their different sacs. And we could kind of see them kind of getting closer to each other. And she said, see how they're kind of touching? And then she said, that's why they're going to want to be in the same crib when they're first born. That makes sense. I was just thinking how, like, usually the first person to touch a baby is the parents or the doctor. But in this way, they're growing together, touching each other all the time, Mm -hmm. which is an interesting way to think about it. Well, it's not like super touching because it's still through two amniotic sacs. I know. But yeah, it's still there. Eventually it will be, right? What do you mean? They're going to have separate sacks the whole time. I know, but it's still, they're next to each other, yeah. the sacks are, and mm-hmm. you're in a sack, so everyone's in a sack of their sure. own. It's a metaphorical sack. <laughs> and then I was reading some stories online about um, twins and sh- sharing cribs, and like, how long did your twins share cribs for, and whatever. And how did you position them? And a lot of people would say, well, we tried to go toe-to-toe, 
because it's you know supposed to be healthier for breathing and stuff. And they they would always wiggle to right next to each other. <laughs> Wait, toe to toe? Like having their toes touching their feet, and so their heads oh. were opposite ends. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. I never even thought about that. And some would go head to head, but then they kind of bonk their heads and wake each other up. Yeah, you don't want to do that. But I thought it was interesting that the ones who said that if they went toe to toe or in a V toe to toe, they would always the babies would wiggle <laughs> to get closer to each other. Yeah. So I thought oh, that was pretty cute. Interesting. And some even said. At about four months, we moved them to separate cribs, but right next to each other, so they could still reach through the crib and, like, hold hands. And I was like, oh, that's so cute! <laughs> You're such a girl. <laughs> no, it's cute. That'd be cool. Okay. So Sounds I like think... you talked about a lot. I didn't think oh you would talk so about much. that That's much. why I thought you might want to go. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect you to talk about that much, honestly. Well. Uh, and then I, my la- the question she had not answered for me yet was, can I change the litter box if I wear gloves and a mask? <laughs> We're just not going to have you do it. And she laughed, and she said, yes, but do you have to? Yeah, you don't have to. Well, and then I I said something. I said... I've done it every Wednesday for I the last four But I do such a better job. What? I, I just... The how, cleaning part. No. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Get out! <laughs> not the scooping, but like the actual litter, the cleaning of the boxes. I think I do a good job. How dare you? Well, you put the... You, you put the mats... To collect the litter when they walk out of the litter box? Sure. Completely under the litter boxes. Well, I didn't know. I thought that's where they're supposed to no. go. See, that's an easy thing to remedy. <laughs> All you got to do is say, hey, Chris, move the mats over here. And I'll be like, all but right. But sometimes you'd be like, oh, <laughs> if I do it so poorly, you just do it yourself. I would never say that, <laughs> say that all the to time. my pregnant wife. <laughs> I would say it to my non-pregnant wife. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. I, I just assumed they went under there. Okay. Well, no, that's what the stripey one is for. Where is that one, by the way? The cat must have Did it. you throw it away? Why would I throw anything away? <laughs> Just, I don't need this mat anymore. I'll throw it away. No, why would I throw it away? Then where is it? Anyway, no. um, we See, have... That's an easy thing to fix. I, this is an odd time to tell you this, but um, I need you to buy litter soon <laughs> so that we can change the litter boxes. <laughs> okay, well... Since we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I got to see the babies again. I didn't think I would, but I did, so that was cool. Uh, there were some uh, angles, I guess, when the babies would turn their head, and she had the thing just right that they looked like alien faces. Yeah, I and can it see was that. freaky. Yeah, and I'm sure it's very normal at this stage. No, <laughs> and probably what spurned a lot of like, uh, I don't know, demon baby movie stuff because they don't look human. Oh, I see. You know what I mean. <laughs> It's only bad if... human for a while. It's only bad if you look at it, and then you look at the doctor, and the doctor's like, Ugh! <laughs> <laughs> Usually they're probably not like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was my appointment. Yeah, I'm a little jealous that you got to do so much. I didn't think you'd be doing that much. I thought it would just be a stupid, normal appointment, like we went to several times. <laughs> well, I have to warn you that I think the next one might be kind of a stupid, annoying one. Oh. <laughs> or the time you go and you get to meet her. Because right. the next thing we're doing is a genetic testing, and she won't be there. Well, that's okay. It, it's not a big deal. Okay. All right. All right. So where are we at now? Oh, this one. Oh, good. I know that I'll do that. Might have went a little too far for that one. Probably. <laughs> okay. Uh, so at 11 weeks, I'm heading out. Okay. Oh, wait. Okay. Ah, I what? forgot something oh, no. that we have to talk about. What? Me too, by the way. 
Remi- so we need to pause on the feeling update. Okay. We reversed it. And we have to go back to talking to the doctor. Okay. Because um, I was talking about nausea in first trimester and where she informed me. So most people. When do you think the first trimester ends? First trimester. It's tri means three. A pregnancy is nine months. I would say three months. So 12 weeks. Okay. <laughs> 12 plus 4. That is usually what people think, uh, 12 weeks. That's what I thought. it's called a trimester. Right. It's actually 14 weeks. Okay. Unfortunately, do you know why? Because religious people say so? Because it's 12 weeks gestation. Wait, what? What does that mean? You should be all excited about this. Oh, it's 12 weeks gestation plus the two weeks that are imaginary. Yes, science wins! (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I I have never been happier at this moment than when we've done the podcast. (laughs) Science wins. But I have one, I have a defense of... No, you don't. Science wins. (laughs) I have a defense of why they use this this numbering system. Okay, what's that? So women know the, the last day, the first day of their last menstrual period. They know that. Sure. Not every woman knows the day they ovulated or the day the egg pen- was penetrated by the sperm like I we do. I completely agree. So that's why they do it this way. I completely agree with you. Except for in cases when you know the day. <laughs> when you know the day, there should be a caveat that says we use the actual dates. We're not just guessing like most pregnancies. Yeah, leave the kitty alone. You're being really distracted by kitties. <laughs> She's playing with a coffee thing. So that's cool. That they use science. I like that. Thank you for telling me. You could very easily kept that to yourself forever. <laughs> I mean, I knew you were going to gloat a little bit. I didn't But gloat. I did not think it was going to be this much. This is extreme. <laughs> extreme. I didn't gloat. I just said science wins. <laughs> you can see your face. Like, wow. Um, all right. So since we interrupted the feels, I need to ask you a question. When did you first hear Nirvana? The band, not the state of being. <laughs> I have no idea. You don't remember anything about it? No. Well, I'm probably too young, actually. What I remember most, uh, I remember a couple of things. I remember I remember seeing them on SNL. Okay. And I had heard their songs before that. Okay. I remember when Weird Al did his song. Sure. Obviously. So you don't remember the first date. You're just mentioning dates. Right, I Thing, don't. Things that you remember. Okay. Yeah, no. Um, a lot of people remember that because they remember... When they first heard? Or? Yes, because Nirvana was a big kind of... It was a lot different than the hair bands and stuff that were sure. going on, right? I so my dad does. My dad might. He might. It's a good question for my dad. Yeah. Your dad's not here, so I'd ask you. Um, so for me, it was when I my friend Ben, and we were working at McDonald's, and he told me, and he said, listen to this, and I listened to How it. How old were you when you worked at McDonald's? I don't know. Or 14? maybe... Maybe. Why? Because I thought you couldn't start working until you were 15. I don't know. I don't know. When were they around? Or maybe that's when Kurt Cobain died. That might have, you might be remembering Kurt, Kurt when he died because yeah. I was in um, seventh grade when he died. Yeah, that might have, he might have been when he died because he was crying. That makes more sense. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I remember, I remember that. that before. So the only reason I bring this up is because I was listening to a podcast and they're asking somebody, when's the first time you remember hearing about Nirvana? Because somebody else was like, oh, I remember. It changed everything for me, blah, blah, blah. And the other guy was like, well, the first time I remember hearing Nirvana's song was the Weird Al song. And then I went and looked up who was singing that song because I thought that's pretty good. (laughs) So I figured you'd like that. I do like that. (laughs) Now, how does it feel? (laughs) Speaking about Nirvana and music, I think Nirvana, music-wise, was like the Beatles in that when they came, things changed drastically, which is good. But 
there was a music critic um, who said the Beatles were awesome, changed music. If they could have just waited a year or two, because the fifties music was like also finding itself, and as soon as oh. they came, they changed everything. Well, you gotta. And so yeah. I wonder if the same could be said for Nirvana. Probably, because that's what they were talking about. How in the early it was late ninety or late eighties, mm-hmm. and the hair bands were the biggest thing. Yeah. And then when Nirvana came up, it kind of looks ridiculous that you're a big hair band. Yeah, it totally changed everything. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and the Beatles were probably similar. Mm-hmm. That'd be, be sucked to like all of a sudden you have a band you got together and you got like your first big gig and you're like awesome and then then Nirvana's yeah. like now yeah, we're changing stuff. <laughs> yeah, they probably changed too though. So anyway, that's feels. pretty much of a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so back to feels. Feels. Okay, as I was saying, um, usually when you're heading out of the first trimester, you're supposed to start feeling better. But you're not out of the first trimester. When you're heading out, I said. Oh, as you're heading out. As you're so exiting I, the door. I mean, the, the doctor and I talked about it, and I said, I think I'm feeling a little bit less nausea. And she said, you're coming to the point now where you should hopefully be feeling less. I was like, cool. Um, and that was Thursday. And then I went to work on Friday. And I got myself a coffee drink. Because I, I just thought I would try it. And it sounded good. And it was payday. I hadn't had one in a month. <laughs> and I found out that you can get it as decaf. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll get a decaf. Is there a point to that? Does it taste good? It tasted the same. Okay. As regular. Okay. I've always un- I was never under- never stood decaf coffee. Like, don't you get it for There's the caffeine? There's still caffeine in it. Oh, it's not as much. Just not as much. Yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was just no caffeine. No, I mean, there's a lot less, but there's still caffeine in it. Okay. Just like non-alcoholic beer sells alcohol. You can tell I drink a lot of coffee. Right. Um... <laughs> And so it was about nine o'clock at work, and there I went throwing up. <laughs> in the morning? So, yes. So it, Thursday, the doctor and me thought I was getting better, and next day, vomited all over. Did you vomit in your room? No, like no your I office? was in the bathroom. So you knew it was coming? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but normally, don't you, don't, aren't they? So I imagine you have these kind of false alarms all the time. All the time. Do you go to the bathroom? Or yes. You, oh, you do. Okay. Because I can imagine you'd be like, it's just going to be a false alarm. I don't walk well, all the Well, usually I walk from my office to the bathroom and I put my hair in a ponytail because <laughs> I think it's time. <laughs> and I go in there and I do a lot of gagging. So on Friday, the same thing happened. Put my hair in a ponytail and someone was in the bathroom. And I said to my friend Ben, I was like, Ben, your worst nightmare is about to happen because I have to puke. Someone's in there. <laughs> he was like, here's a garbage can. And I was like, no, I think I can, I think I'm okay. So then I went back to my office and I was like, nope, this is, I think this is it. <laughs> And so I went back, and then somebody left. Okay. And it took a while, and it was loud. <laughs> so everyone, I mean, was coughing. everyone was out there hearing it. Well, did you run the water? People said they couldn't hear it. Yeah, they could hear. They're being but nice. But there's there's an office or two on the other side of the bathroom wall. <laughs> As they're trying to meet with a student. <laughs> well, I mean, they're a diff- they're a different department that doesn't meet with students in their office that okay, much. Okay, all right. But um, so I hope that they. I mean, I think they probably heard me. Probably. So I was envisioning that you had to go all the way down to the restrooms down the hall. I forgot that you have a, a restroom in your office. That area. would be awful. That's what I mean. Like, eventually you'd far? be like, I'm not going. It's going to be a false alarm. I'm not going. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it was so very you got unpleasant. the vomit at work. So, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. First time I've for everything. That. So anyway, uh, I don't think my nausea is getting any better. <laughs> it might be getting worse. But with Persephone the first time I threw up with her and I didn't throw up very many times I think like three but I was it wasn't until 14 weeks remember mm. that morning we were both getting ready for work I and do I took some grape juice and then I puked into the sink and you laughed at me I do remember that I remember that too mostly the grape juice you remember the laughing I remember the details of the grape juice <laughs> I remember the laughing 
Well, it's you're so like, ha, ha, you're pregnant. It's so cliche, you know. <laughs> oh, I gotta go vomit. <laughs> I know that's what makes it awesome and cliche because it's it's like a cliche that ma- that means what it actually happens it's not just okay. something you say it yeah. actually happens so. Yeah. so I haven't thrown up since then but I've been very yesterday I was very sick yesterday uh, my dad and I did some stuff went to eat food I had a few false alarms <laughs> some bathroom yeah. running so yeah. yeah and then today I walked into work and there apparently is a sewer smell but my coworker is overcompensated with vanilla air freshener <laughs> And vanilla air freshener and vanilla perfume has always been one to make me sick or make give me a headache. And I was gagging walking into my office. Yeah, that's not good for you. (laughs) So that's how one of my coworkers today found out I was pregnant. Really? Because he didn't know. Well, listen to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, More feels. I don't sleep. Yeah. I'm so tired. And I sleep until about 2. Do I wake wake you up? No, I always have to go to the bathroom. All right. It just happens to be about when you come to bed. Okay. But no, you don't have anything to do with it. But yeah, it's awful. I don't know what to do. When I take a unisom before bed, because that's supposed to help with the nausea, so I do that on the weekends, although it didn't help this weekend, and I can't take it during the weekday because I'm so tired the next day. But when I take that, I sleep really well. See, okay, so that makes, because you've been, when you are sleeping, you're like sleeping deep. Like I can touch you and stuff and you don't move. Usually you're like, get your hand off me, it's too hot. Fire your hand? Fire your hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when you do sleep, you're sleeping deep. So probably because you're really tired because you're not sleeping enough, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Yeah. And when you're on the drug thingy, then you're probably sleeping deep anyways. Right. Okay. It's all coming together. It's all getting clear. Yeah. So I don't work until 10 tomorrow, so I might take half of a half of Unisom tonight. Half of a half of one? Yeah, because I'm so, really tired. So like a quarter? <laughs> yep. Okay. Just checking. I'm not sure, sure. that. No I don't know. Maybe quarter plus four or something. Uh, my nose has been really stuffed up and very bloody. Are you sniffing or just stuffed up? I'm doing a little Trump action. Are you doing the Trump? <laughs> That's yeah. what I was going to ask. Are you doing the Trump? Yes. <laughs> All right. Welcome to my world where you live with cats and you're allergic to cats. <laughs> it's just your microphone. Oh, it could be that too. <laughs> um, and I think I for sure have a baby bump now. Okay. Yeah, I thought you've always kind of had one for a while. Before it was like bloating, I think. <laughs> I didn't know, but like I'm feeling more and more like this is an actual bump. Okay. Especially when the doctor said that it, my uterus is the same size as a 14-week That makes person. sense, sure. And yeah, I still don't think people can tell if they don't know I'm pregnant. Yeah, we had this discussion. No, I know. That's all. I think, I think women will definitely be able to tell. I am having a clothing freak out. Yes, you are. So I have clothes left over from when I was pregnant with Persephone, but that was seven years ago. Yeah. And styles have changed. That to me makes no sense. <laughs> All my pants are baggy. It makes no sense to me. And I've had shirts for 15 years and I still wear them. in now and I just can't wear the baggy anymore. I just can't do it. And I had a friend um, loan or actually give me a lot of her maternity clothes, mostly dresses, but they, I think they're a size up from what I wear right now. Okay. And so I think they will be perfect for me later in the later months. But not yet. But not yet. And still, even if I were to wear a dress, I still need leggings to go with it. And all of my leggings now hurt my st- my stomach. Wait, why are your leggings on your stomach? They're oh, the waistband. Okay. Well, it's too tight. I just assume leggings go on your legs. What is the matter with you? <laughs> I'm a guy? <laughs> <laughs> leggings are just like pants. They go over your butt. Oh. What are the things that just go on your legs? Uh, stockings. 
Sure. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. Nylons? Is that a thing? Well, nylons go all the way over, too. Really? Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you girls? <laughs> you are not wearing comfort. Beauty is pain. You are not wearing for comfort. <laughs> no. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, anyway, I've just been freaking out about bottoms to wear. Because my shirts are fine from when I was pregnant before. And, um... Shirts have been lent to me, like I said, or given to me, and that's fine. But the pants, I'm freaking out. Okay. Freaking out. But I did buy some things. Today I wore some maternity leggings, and they were pretty comfortable. Good. So that's my little update on the clothing freak out. (laughs) I do, but I'm also in like a conundrum. So we're going to Las Vegas. Yes, we are. In just a couple of weeks. Two weeks, I believe. And it will be warm there. Two and a half weeks. Two weeks plus four. Yeah. And it'll be warm there. And so warmer, I, not super warm, but warmer. I need to buy. I want to have clothes for Vegas. And that wear look dresses. Cute. And you can wear dresses. You should wear dresses. You look good in dresses. I don't have maternity dresses that fit me at this particular time. Can you wear regular dresses? I don't know. It's, it's, it's a big draw. It's a big dilemma because I don't <laughs> want to buy a bunch of maternity stuff for summer when it's, I'm going to be pregnant mostly in the winter. I got you. Oh. I got you. It's a rough life you live. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> that's something that's happening right okay. now. <laughs> All right. What are you pointing at? Oh, you want to do this thing? Yeah. All right. He just said he doesn't want to hear what kind of foods you eat. Hate. Don't want to hear about, about what kind of foods you hate. I thought it was eight. Hate. Because he wants you to just eat it. That makes more sense. High five. He educated me in a lyric. <laughs> don't try to come at me like I don't know where that lyrics. <laughs> well, I, would, I didn't say that. I just, if I was saying that, I'd be like, you're wrong. I'm looking okay. over right now. <laughs> okay, so I uh, wanted to share what I've been craving lately. Oh, yes. Let's go there. <laughs> well, first. You freaking weirdo. First. <laughs> Pregnant weirdo. <laughs> first, let's talk about, so uh, I think we talked before on the podcast about how the time I almost threw up at work, like it was a good gagging and dry heaving, uh-huh. and immediately after I wanted McDonald's. Right. I remember. Yes, I recall that. I just told everyone I threw up on Friday at work. Guess what I wanted for lunch? One of the McDonald's. Yeah, it's my it's my post puking craving. What about, <laughs> wouldn't like Burger King be good too? Or I want chicken nuggets and their French fries and their Coke. Okay, chicken nuggets are different. They have a very distinct. Oh, I don't chicken eat a nugget. burger from McDonald's. Are you out of your mind? I, that's what I thought you were doing. You didn't no. specify. <laughs> McDonald's burgers are the butt. They are a butt. They're um, the, they're awful. Some people like them. Well, I do I, not. I think they are. In defense of McDonald's, I've never tried anything other than a cheeseburger. I've never tried like their Big Mac or whatever. I always had their Quarter Pounder. And so maybe it's thicker meat, but when I had that cheeseburger, it's. Remember when I was pregnant with Persephone? I didn't eat meat before that, and all I wanted was meat. So I went on a cheeseburger tour day, f- cheeseburger. <laughs> sure. Of like, what's the best one? Right. And so I got a McDonald's one. Yeah. So you got a cheeseburger. Yeah. Those aren't even. Those and it was suck. like super thin and chewy. Right. It was oh. Yeah. Now I haven't had McDonald's in a while. <laughs> right. Like 20 years. I'm very proud of that. Um, if only I could do that with all of fast food, it'd be awesome. Uh, but I used to get their quarter pounder with cheese. And when you work there, you get to make your own food. So I would get like patty, cheese, cheese, patty, cheese, cheese, patty. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> and it was delicious. <laughs> you should get your cholesterol checked, probably. My cholesterol is amazing. <laughs> it is. It's good. Okay. How dare you. And that was 20 years ago. <laughs> but that's an early start on a lot of meat. <laughs> Sure, that's why I run a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, so yeah, that's my post-puking food is McDonald's. 
Uh, okay. Luckily, I have at least one coworker who gets real excited about having McDonald's lunch. That's so weird to me. I don't know how anybody can get excited about McDonald's lunch. I, I didn't know it was a thing until it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> are there any foods you're eating that give you, I don't know, minor orgasms? We've talked about this before. <laughs> but it's still happening. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but man, those olives. Green olives. Amazing. And we bought, I found the ones that are bigger. Oh. No, no, no. We went to the store and took like five <laughs> minutes deciding what jar of olives to get. Are these ones bigger? Do you think these ones are bigger? I want the biggest olives. <laughs> it's true. Like, I think they're all the same size. No, these ones look bigger. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there is always an auditory response when Amy eats olives. <laughs> they're so good right now. Oh. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I and also Pop-Tarts. Yeah. My favorite uh, sto- Pop-Tart story is your Cub Pop-Tart story. So Amy, we go to Cub. We get the olives. Oh. <laughs> Amy's like, I want to get some mac and cheese. And I'm going to get some mashed potatoes, I think you got, right? Yep. And I'm going to eat this for dinner. Yeah, it was... Was that Saturday? <laughs> Probably. No, it was Friday. Because uh, we had gone to fancy dinner. Yeah. Friday. Oh, good God. Chris and I don't do fancy dinner very No, well. we ate like... a eighth of it and then gave it back and we're like well I guess we're paying we 50 had a, bucks oh, no, we had a coupon we had a, we, well we had a gift certificate gift somebody certificate, had given so like we kind of had to go there eventually yeah. and so we tried it Ugh. we try the fancy food things yeah they're just not for us no and so then we went to Cub and Amy <laughs> got home. macaroni and cheese and mashed potatoes and I was like, you know a piece of turkey oh that's what it was and I was like that sounds like a good dinner that's cool and as we're walking down the aisles Amy's like this is still Friday the day that I threw up everybody. I'm gonna get Pop-Tarts I'm like okay put some Pop-Tarts in the cart and we're pushing the cart around get more stuff she's like yeah I'm gonna eat that Pop-Tart for Pop-Tart for dinner the mac- macaroni and cheese can go screw itself I ate the macaroni and cheese on Saturday <laughs> but my point was you can screw yourself macaroni and cheese I'm gonna eat Pop-Tarts <laughs> Like, I haven't eaten a lot of Pop-Tarts. Macaroni and cheese was very sad that you yelled at Hey, I'm just eating things that sound good enough to eat. I understand. Right now. I just didn't know why you got so mad at the macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about how my unfrosted versus frosted. Oh, that's just common sense. Because if you were looking forward to a Pop-Tart, and you open the packaging, and you realize that somebody has done you evil and purchased unfrosted Pop-Tarts, that's it's the worst. There's just, there's it's n- the same as if you are you see a delicious chocolate chip cookie and it looks amazing and you take a bite of it and you realize it's raisins <laughs> it's like the worst uh, I like cookies raisins not raisins. cookies and unfrosted <laughs> pop tarts should not exist I can understand those positions I don't okay. necessarily agree with them but I can understand them okay un un, un the pop tart thing is weird because why would you even make a pop tart without frosting on I don't know now you can argue which frosting is the best and people have very different tastes. What do you mean what frosting is the best? Well, some people like the strawberry thing on the top. Or oh, I just, I'm a, I'm a pretty plain Pop-Tart girl. I like my strawberry frosted Pop-Tart. Yeah, I like the brown I sugar. I can't do that Some one. people don't like brown sugar. That's can't my point. But if you get one that has nothing, then you're like, why? what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had a Pop-Tart in a long time either. Um, yeah, so macaroni and cheese. But macaroni and cheese was happy eventually because Amy ate it the next day for lunch. <laughs> and turkey peas. Yeah, it was, I thought I was being healthy at the mo- at that moment. Yeah. Having some meat. <laughs> and the bad thing about the, the Eat It segment right now is Chris, I think maybe we talked about this before, Chris makes a smoothie every day for us of kale and spinach and orange and apple and strawberries and now pear. The pear edition has really made it taste a lot better. I think it tastes good. And water and ice is also in it. Um, but I haven't been able to eat it very easily. Yeah. 
since the beginning of the pregnancy, but the last week or so I haven't even been able to eat it. You've just been throwing it away? One has been in the fridge at work since Thursday. <laughs> Throw that one away. I know. I, I make one every day. <laughs> and I didn't eat today's. But I'm going to try to eat today's tomorrow. There was one that I threw away in our fridge. That I'm trying my best. No, it's fine. It's, it's so just, healthy for me. It's good for it's you. It's just so hard to you eat You will it. eat it for my babies. <laughs> 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 no, I understand. It's not, it's not easy for me to eat. It must be very difficult for you to eat. It depends. If I have it at like 2 in the afternoon and I'm feeling good, it's much easier to eat. I can't do yeah. it in the morning anymore. I gave up. I can understand that. That was torture. <laughs> I eat it for breakfast. I think it's fine. I used to. This would be my breakfast. Yeah. Uh, anyway, speaking of food, this uh, right soon, right when we're done, we're going to watch some Vikings play some football, and I'm going to eat a sub, make myself a sub sandwich. I know there's cold cuts in it. I don't care. <laughs> I'm eating cold cuts. This is another thing pregnant ladies aren't supposed to eat. I'm eating one. You just have so little regard for your growing children. Hey, in England, they don't even say to women, don't eat cold cuts. Right. It's one of those things I think grew out of, it grew past where it's supposed common. to be. It used to be more common. Listeria yes. bacteria was more commonly found in the past. Well, especially but now it's in everything. It's in waffles. <laughs> <laughs> it's in everything. Well, especially when you used to go to the butcher and sure. get your, oh. your your meat. Yeah. And then, yes, I can see that. This is meat that's this pretty much... so much preservatives oh in Oh, my that God. Stuff. That's probably worse for you than anything that's <laughs> in the meat. <laughs> and it's okay. all cooked I'm and stuff. It. So, yeah. So, I think it's fine. Also, and, uh, I'm going to have pickles on it, which is also a thing I've been enjoying lately, along with the olives. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I sorry. got you. All right. I'm not sure this is very exciting for me to listen to anymore. Doesn't matter. Pickles, <laughs> olives, and stuff. Um, so is that it? Are we good for the evening? I think so. Yeah, the game's starting pretty soon. So if you're in Minnesota, enjoy the game. I hope we go to four and zero, which is a surprise. I thought the Vikings were going to be crappy this year. Um, for those of you out there who listen, who are not are not uh, Minnesotans or Vikings fans. Let me just tell you, it's it's difficult to be a Vikings fan. <laughs> being a Vikings fan is probably close to being a Cubs fan. <laughs> They've waited a hundred well, years to win a pennant or a, I, a I, World I, Series. I get that. I accept it. A hundred years. But here's why I think it's different. Because the Cubs were just terrible for That's years. true. They were consistently awful. Vikings would give you hope. Vikings break your heart. And then pull the rug out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They'll go 12-0 and 0 and then yeah. miss a freaking field goal. Yeah. They'll, like, get down on one one knee with the ring box and open it up and just got a note that says, Fuck you! I'm not marrying you! You're stupid! They'll all go on a boat and be nasty to each other. Yeah. And, or they'll hit yeah. traffic cops in the city. It's just, she was in the way! <laughs> so all I'm saying is, while I'm pulling for them, I'm currently wearing a Vikings shirt. Of course I want them to win. Uh, but even if they're 4-0, there's still time. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> Yeah. But there's still time. All right. And uh, thanks for your time. Thanks for uh, sticking with us. Yeah. This was a longer one, so. It was? An hour and 11 minutes, so. Oh, yeah. Sorry, everybody. We <laughs> talked about really random things today. Uh, we're going to take oh, off for the week. if you're looking for something to do uh, until the next podcast, you have a whole week to wait, you should watch Luke Cage. Yeah, it's been good. On the Netflix. I think we're on episode five. If it's you haven't really watched Jessica Jones yet, you should watch that I don't know. Do you think that a person should watch Jessica Jones first? I don't think you need to watch them in the order. I mean, Luke Cage is in Jessica Jones, but so far they have not overlapped at all. They they overlapped the incident. That's it. They talked about the incident in New York. They talked about her. I don't think they did. I think they did. They, oh, they, they called her his rebound girl. Yes, but you don't need to watch That's it. That's what I was asking. It's just you a throwaway line. No, you can watch. You know, in fact, you can watch any of those shows. And of course, seasons one and two of Daredevil. You can watch any of those all shows in whatever order, um, because I think they're good either way. Eventually, it's going to be difficult once they tie the defenders in, So, but we'll see. 
Okay. But either way, um, <laughs> we're leaving. Have a good week, everyone. <laughs> that was the cat claws. Yeah. Okay, Battle Cats is um, bye. See you next week. Send us an email, expensive size maybe at gmail.com or the Facebook page of the same name. We'll have some cat corner picks up there. Uh, take it easy. You got to say bye. Oh, bye. <laughs>